your calling already does live inside of you. Because when you're trying to manifest or create, it I think it robs you of your current gifts and talents and recognizing them. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I'm so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Girl Who Can. I am as always, so excited that you are here, whoever you are. It's your girl, me, Arissa. We're friends now. You know the drill. Another week, another episode. Although I know last week was an off week. I did not put out an episode. But, you know, your girl needs rest from time to time. And my creative juices just weren't flowing and I was not going to force it. And so that's also just a reminder for you. If you need to take a step back, take a step back. This is your permission slip to do that. But I am excited to show up to the mic today and chat and sit down with you guys. Um, I am in a new office chair that I got, and it is actually prompting me to be in my office a lot more and sit here because that is what my office is for, right? Working, recording these episodes, feeling creative for the longest time. I mean, ever since we lived, moved in this house, I was sitting in an old dining room chair, which was not comfortable. And I don't know what I was thinking, but I thought every other piece of furniture was important in our house to get first rather than the one that I use most often. I even got an accent chair, which is a chair that literally nobody sits in. I even got an accent chair for my office, but not my actual office chair. So after a while, I just wasn't, I was not working in my office because obviously the chair was so uncomfortable. But anyways, I am digressing. I got a new chair. I'm comfy. I am cozy. I have a blanket in my lap. My hair just took a shower. I am just ready to sit down and have some girl girl time with all y'all and hang out, right? That's what these episodes are for. Holding each other accountable, talking through different topics. I am not an expert at these things. I just want to reinforce that point that I'm I'm your friend. I'm here to hold you accountable. I'm here to call you higher. And that's what friends are for, right? And I hope you also have those people in your immediate circle. But for now, right now, it's going to be just you and me today. But I'm not perfect at this. 
but I also think that that's important. I don't, I don't claim to be perfect and I hope nobody else in your life does claim to be perfect either because we all know that life gets a little crazy and so we really need to bring ourselves back to reality, right? And so what I usually plant these episodes out in regards to like having a specific timeline of things to say, um, just an outline really. So then I don't ramble too much, but I really just wanted this to be, like I said a bit ago, some girl chat and just us hanging out. And really I wanted this to be as organic as I could make it. Not like the other episodes that I put out are not, but like I said, I just think it's important to organize my thoughts a bit beforehand so I can stay on track and not ramble. But with the topic I wanted to talk about today, as you see from the title, just kind of stepping into your calling, I really wanted this to be going with what would be on my heart and kind of keep it straightforward and simple and kind of see what is placed on my heart as I talk through these things with with this episode. And how why I wanted to talk about this is because I I was listening to something or, or reading a book recently and they were using the word calling very often um, or referencing to your calling. And I do think that that word or just phrase like stepping into your calling or find your calling, it can be overly used in our society, which creates a sense of overwhelm. I know I have felt overwhelmed by... Um, putting a lot of pressure to find what my calling is, what my purpose is. And I mean, if I think about it long enough, even right now as I'm talking about it, I can get lost in a bit of a rabbit hole of it, of really defining what is my calling or if I am happy with where I'm at. Do I really even know my calling? What does that even mean? What is it act? actual definition of a calling? Is it one thing? Is it multiple things? Is it my job or is it a passion project? Is it my values, my mission? What is my mission? What like you see where I'm going? And then that's why I say a lot of pressure is put on this word, like find your calling, step into your calling. And so I think it's important to be or approach this with a lot of self-awareness. And I am grateful that I am a very self-aware human being where I definitely do not allow myself to go down that rabbit hole of, as I mentioned, you know, all those different questions of what does my calling even mean to me? Am I, is it one thing? Is it two things? You know, if you stay there long enough, you will never find the answer because it's going to always be a million different things. And it's probably going to shift and change throughout different seasons of your life. And so, Not allowing yourself to go through the rabbit hole by taking inventory of your thoughts of what is helpful and what is hurtful is what I do on a consistent basis so that I know how to navigate a day-to-day scenario. You know, if I get so stuck and hung up on finding my calling, then I think I could also be missing what is right in front of me and what my current gifts and talents are rather than thinking it's consistently something else. You might be currently living in your your mission and your calling, and that is fantastic. But sometimes we just don't give ourselves the opportunity to see and stay grateful for what is right now and how to make the most of 
right now. And really, you can live out your calling, your purpose in a season that might not be what you expected it to or what you wanted it to be. Um, you know, that, but that is a choice, right? Like you have a choice to stay in this current season and recognize it for what it is and see the beauty in it as well. And a bit of that, like being able to be self-aware can be your calling. I think, and I'll, I, I want to impact this a little bit more, but where does this come from, right? Like, I, I feel like that's just, just kind of where I want to start. Like the frequent emphasis that our world does place on having a calling, um, especially as a mil- millennial, which is what I am. And even as you get older, if you're older than the millennial generation, I think it's easy to slip into an identity crisis as a whole. You're going through different seasons and jobs are changing, family environments are changing, um, all of those different things. And so we can kind of slip into that like midlife crisis, I guess. And so I think with that comes a lot of different shifts of maybe what we could have been or what we were before. And there's a lot of comparison to either our old self or our potential future self, where then we feel like maybe, yeah, we don't have this purpose or this calling because we wish it was something previous or something we hope it to be. But again, that goes back to that self-awareness. We're not recognizing what is the right now, what season you're currently in and how you can um, really amplify who you are right now and step into your current purpose. And this platform really, I really is about reminding you what you can do and how you are more than enough with who you are right now. That was a big thing that got placed on my heart when I started this podcast. You know, being the girl who can, I think has a title of you stepping into your future self, right? But really flipping that script of what the girl who can is. And really, that is who you are right now. You can start with who you are right now. So when we talk about a calling or a purpose, it's not, in my opinion, it is not future focused. It's not something you need to manifest. It's not something you need to create. Um, It really is what is currently living inside of you already. And that's my belief. Your calling already does live inside of you. Because when you're trying to manifest or create, it, I think it robs you of your current gifts and talents and recognizing them. And I think that's an important piece of the puzzle that really shouldn't be missed, but often does get over missed because we feel like we're unhappy with who we are right now because we're hoping to get to something else or we wish we were something else. And, you know, there I believe there is a healthy balance of, yes, maybe there are certain aspects or qualities in your life that you do want to change that maybe aren't the healthiest for you. I, I do think that's important to work on and important to step into uh, whatever that future self is for you, but there's a there's a healthy balance here of reaching for your future self or reaching for goals while being grateful and acknowledging where you are. I think those two actually have to coexist because when you think about your future self, 
You know, that doesn't, you can't get there without a stepping stool and you have to start with who you are right now. So there is, there has to be this, some sort of recognition of potential in your current self, right? Like you can't just out of thin air become your future self tomorrow. You have to start with who you are right now, but that comes from recognizing your skills, gifts, talents, um, and where your feet are and being appreciative of it as well. Like, right, you're not going to get this moment back. You're not going to get this moment of me talking to you in your ear right now back. You're not, you're not going to get today back. And so appreciate what is happening right now and what you can do in this moment to propel you. And that is such a gift. That's a gift of recognizing today. And so when we think of calling, I, I, my mind, I think can easily go to my career, my job, right? Like, and I have realized recently that my career, my job is separate from my calling. I think they can coexist for sure, but I don't want to be defined by my career and my, I don't know, that might be an unpopular opinion. And it's so normal in our society, I think, you know, like think about when you go, I don't know, out to some sort of event and you meet new people, obviously you say your name, like you're introducing yourself, you say your name, maybe you, where you live and oh, what do you do? I We put so much emphasis on our career and I want to separate the two from of like career and calling and how I can kind of came to this like realization is that um, I was, I don't remember someone, I was listening to a story, maybe it was a pot, another podcast. Actually, no, it was in church. Um, I was listening to this sermon and there was a football coach and he had a player on the team who was kind of going through some rough stuff at home and confided in the coach and said, hey, coach, can we talk? Um, I just I just need a vent about some things. So coach said, yeah, sure. They took a ride after practice. And this player began to you know, explain to him what was on his heart, what was going on, and he felt overwhelmed. And the coach began to pour life into him and began to encourage him to return to his faith and return to what the truth is. And so there's, when we think about that football coach, his career was being a coach, but his calling was discipling for the kingdom of God to younger, the younger generation and be a source of hope through listening to others and allowing, uh, using his skill of being a good listener and that being his calling. So he didn't, he did not view his calling as his him being a coach and being a really good coach and and that, but his calling was being a good listener and discipling for the kingdom of God. So that, I think that is such a beautiful story that, you know, I think because you might not like your job, okay? Like there are, are a lot of people out there that do not like their job or they wish they had a different job. And so they feel like, oh, I don't know my purpose or I don't know my my calling per se, but this is an opportunity to see that like your career and calling coexist separately from each other. And there are things that you can find within your career or your job that you can exercise that 
is a part of your calling. And this is the gifts and the talents that, like I said, you can exercise within your within your job, even if it's a job that you don't feel joy or current fulfillment from. But I guarantee you, you know, you got that job because you either someone saw some sort of skill set in you or you do have a current skill set that you saw in yourself to apply for that job. Even if it's like something simple like customer service and you feel like, well, I don't know my purpose. I don't know my calling. That's not my dream job. Maybe you're serving tables or whatever, but maybe your calling is a talent to influence people in a really positive light. And that's something that you can exercise within a serving job. You know, like there are pockets of light that you can find in any any situation if you choose to, to exercise your calling and recognize your current season's calling. And so, yeah, your calling and career can really run parallel to each other. They don't have to be the same thing, which I feel like for a long time, like I said, for me, I was like, oh, my career needs to be my calling. And there were certain points in my life where I'm like, I don't know if I enjoy what I'm doing in regards to my job. So, but I mean, also, if you just really hate the job, that you're at, like, that's a different story. Like maybe find a new job that you do enjoy that does bring you some sort of fulfillment that you can exercise your gifts and talents. That's a different story. Um, But know that maybe it's not a forever season and try and find the good. And right now, that is a reminder to all of us, really. Um, But really, this is something that also I, I truly believe that all of our all of all of us are humans and we all have a calling to live a life that is so bright that it draws people to you and this can be exercised in any career any day really even in your home your calling is to live a life that is so bright it draws people to you to be like what is different about her something's different and from there you can lead them to a life that is full of joy and that is truth. And when I say living a life that is so bright, like that comes from being different in your words, being different in your actions. That's how you set yourself apart. You can be the difference because yeah, I I want you to live this life that is full of light and ultimately truth. So when you think of a calling, obviously I mentioned like gifts and and skill sets um, that you can step into and recognize. But this starts with obviously the self-awareness piece, right? Like going back to identifying what those things are and giving yourself room and space to actually reflect and think about this because we are humans. We naturally want to think about what is going wrong or what is negative. So you can easily be sitting here and be thinking like, I feel don't think I have any talents. I don't have any skills. I don't have any gifts or I don't really know what those are. But have you actually given yourself the space to think about it and reflect on it, what you're good at? So this is what we're going to do, my friends. I'm going to give you some space right now and we're going to talk through it and encouraging you to like pull out your notes in your phone, write this down, text it yourself, whatever. But giving you the opportunity right now. So when you think of your calling, I first want you to identify what your talents are. Try to recognize your natural talents and skills. So pause, write a list. What meaning like what are you what are you good at? What comes 
easily to you. And often your these talents are closely related to your strengths and things that you enjoy doing as well. And I encourage you to try and separate this from like what has brought you success in the past too, because I think we can easily try and measure up like our talents to equating to success, which then can equate to how much money you can make, right? Like really try and separate yourself from from narratives or start to recognize those things that come up. What are the the limiting factors or what are the narratives and beliefs that you do have around what skills and talents need to be or look like for you? So pause, think about what comes naturally to you, what do you enjoy? Um, And this kind of leads me into like the second question of kind of starting to recognize what your calling um, is, is what are your gifts? Um, And this, I will give you some examples, like gifts, examples could be leadership, um, knowledge, even your skills. So like listening skills, speaking, parenting, kindness, you're funny, you have a lot of humor, Um, maybe you're a good speaker, maybe you're really good at praying over other people, you know, literally Google, Google list of gifts, lists, list of skills. Maybe we need a little prompting too, um, because I get it to sit there and be like, what are my gifts and skills? It's not, it's not natural to speak highly of yourself, but being part of being the girl who can is again, recognizing who you are right now and talking highly of yourself and being grateful for, for what lives inside of you right now. So yes, please do this. Um, Next, when you think of your calling, thinking of your trials that you have gone through, you know, whether this is trauma, abuse, negative mindset, maybe you've gone through divorce, you feel you've felt a season of loneliness. And what I encourage you to do here is Think about those trials that you went to, went through, but how did you learn from them? So these are trials that you have overcome. Maybe you're experiencing a trial right now, um, so that's not what I'm talking about. Really trials that you have overcome and there has been a victory on the other side of it, whether that was being healed, being restored, um, stepping into motherhood, uh, recognizing your identity, setting boundaries, you know so many things. So what is a trial you've been through that has seen a victory? And how did you, what are the tools that you used through that trial to get to the victory? And that can tie back to your gifts and your skills. And that those are really good indicators of what your calling is, because that's how you've gained resilience. And those are things that you've kind of mastered to get through a victory. While, yes, I'm not saying you need to be perfect at whatever helped you get to the other side of the trial, but it's something that you believe in and that you have exercised clearly. So also, as I'm talking about this, I really don't want (laughs) to hear anybody come back at me or I hope there's no voices going on in your head right now saying, Arissa, I just don't feel like I'm not good at anything or I don't see this exercise to be helpful. Please don't knock it until you try it. Remember, your past and present are enough. Your past 
has created a story, a testimony for you to share some skills that can help impact and inspire other people. That is a part of your calling. Just think about that story that I shared in the beginning of the episode of that football coach. You know, like someone had to have ministered into him and showed him what a life of joy and truth is that that inspired him to do that in other people. So he probably went through some sort of trial to get through to the victory and now is able to share that with other people. And so, yeah, your past is can be such a testimony to help other people. And remember, your present self is enough. And really finding your calling should enhance your life rather than consume it. Obviously, I'm talking about this a lot and making a whole podcast episode on it. But I think we can get so hung up on the feeling like our gifts and our talents need to be important in other people's eyes or special enough, whatever that even means, you know, like by whose standards also, like ask yourself that question. Um, Or we feel like you, I mean, maybe you might have written down that list. And I know I do this for myself, like I'll when I have done this activity for myself, I'll write down certain things. I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. Like my skills and my talents, like, is that considered weird? I'm thinking about what other people are going to think, but really that doesn't matter. Like that has no purpose. Again, who you are right now is enough and you are special and unique in that way. And hopefully by the end of this episode, you or or right now, you are beginning to recognize that as well. Because also with our calling and our purpose and putting so much purpose on it, what I would hate to happen is that we all begin to just worship our calling. Yes, it's important to realize your gifts and talents, and I want that for you. I want you to recognize and be grateful and be self-aware and just appreciate, you know, those gifts and talents and that you do have and that can be used for good for within your calling, but know that like you, I don't want you to worship your calling either. What we should be worshiping is the one who calls you, the one who has made us all unique and individual to live in that, that life of truth. So I'm going to say that again, please don't worship your calling or get so hung up on this. What we should all be worshiping is the one who calls us, which that is God our creator. Because at the end of the day, we need to remember whose we are. And this can help with that balance, right? Like this can help with recognizing that, okay, we can take off some of this pressure of ourself because it's not necessary. We still have to live in this element um, with an element of faith at the end of the day. And when I say this can help with balance, really, um, Striving for that balance helps allow us to pursue our passion and our callings while also taking care of your physical and emotional well-being by relying on this faith aspect to know that you will be taken care of. And honestly, you know, like part of our calling, all of our callings as well, aside from what I said is to live that life full of truth and joy is resting. Okay, like we all don't wake up. 365 days a year, full of joy and happiness. Like, (laughs) you know, we don't live a perfect life. 
and that's why we have to fill up our cup through rest, meaning reflecting, meaning honoring your body. And as I mentioned here, like that little exercise of pausing to actually put pen to paper and stay grateful and recognize like what your own gifts and talents are, like that's part of the reflecting piece. Sometimes we don't give ourselves that space to honor ourselves and honor what God has given us um, to share and to inspire other people with our calling. And when we're able to rest and reflect and honor our body and stay in, stay in quiet, get back to boredom essentially and take care of yourself, that is a principle of rest that I, I know God wants us to lean into because God also rested himself. Jesus rested and went away for 40 days, you know, and when we apply those principles of God in our lives, so I mentioned rest, but also things like love and the faith aspect and being generous. When we apply those principles, the promises of God are also applied in our life. And that can be freedom, that can be security, that can be peace or abundance, you know? So, um, a part of our calling is, yeah, to live in that that life of joy and freedom and rest and in those principles that God called us to be. And really, we are taken care of on on the other side of things by having those promises of God being applied in our life. And so I'm going to leave it there, leave you with some truth to simmer on. And I encourage all of you who are listening to go out and be the girl who can explore some of these things and lean into some of these things. And I am so happy that you are here. I'm so happy that you made it to the end of the episode. Please share this with a friend, spark a conversation with somebody in your life to, again, like I said, we're we're friends around here, but I want you to have other girls who can within your circle. But come connect with me over on social media. We we can still hang out online at the Girl Who Can podcast or at Aris Lujano. But share this with a friend on your stories. Take a screenshot, share what you learned. Um, and I look forward to seeing it because I read and see everything. If you have feedback for the show, there's also a support email in the show notes. I read everything, but I appreciate every single one of you guys who are new or are returning I love y'all. And if you haven't already, please leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It really helps the show out so much and the growth so that we can get more girls who can on our side and in our corner. But y'all, I keep saying y'all. I think I've been in Texas too long. (laughs) I love Texas actually. But I appreciate every single one of you. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week and we will chat very soon. Bye.